Welcome to the Denim and Pearls Podcast. Business casual conversation laced with pearls of wisdom. Casual, authentic, unscripted dialogue about life, work, and entrepreneurship with the perfect blend of laughter and seriousness. Pull up a chair, kick back, and lean in as we welcome your hosts, Michelle Mross and Brian Swanson. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, my name is Michelle Maras. And I'm Brian Swanson. And we are Denim and Pearls. We are business casual. With pearls of wisdom. From the portal porch. porch. <laughs> it's been a while since we've been actually side by side, side so we really don't know what to do. Yeah, we don't understand each other anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, today's topic, witchy woman. It's kind of scary. Raven hair, ruby lips. Yeah, eagles. But what's really cool about it is it really sets the example for what we're about to talk about. And what we're about to talk about is the fact that if you always wonder where you're at and where you're going, look at the people around you. That will a lot of times give you a very good idea of where you stand in your life. Yep. They say what? We are an, we are a conglomeration, basically, a summary of the five to ten people that we spend mm -hmm. the most time with. Exactly. That's why I changed my life at one point. We'll probably talk about that a little bit later. Right. But before we do that, you want to take care of our sponsors? Sure. Thank you much to our sponsors, a2promos.com, that's A-squared promos, for all of your swag needs, ink182.com, for all of your embroidery and screen printing needs, that's ink182.com, and then we also have uh, embellishedbutterfly.com, and that is all of the blingy stuff I like to use, you know, like these. Those things. And uh, my cuffs, which I don't have one next to me, but, you know, bracelets, anything you can put a bling on, that's what, what's what they do, T-shirts and everything. And then we also have EuropeanHeels.com forward slash discount forward slash Marcel, M-A-R-C-E-L-L. And that's all of my uh, really fancy cork shoes from Italy that I love. <laughs> and then, of course, we have iBuildSEO.com. You'll learn and learn more about them at the mid-roll. The mid-roll. Cool. All right, so do you want to start us off on this one? Where do they find us? Oh, where do they find us? I forgot about that. Okay. Uh, find us over at Denim and Pearls Podcast at Gmail or DenimandPearlsLive.com. Or you can, of course, find us on all of your favorite podcast uh, platforms and live and on YouTube. And Please subscribe and yeah. like Denim and Pearls there you on go. YouTube. I am just not talking well no, today. I don't, Facebook, I don't know what it is. Are we still on Rumble? On what? On Rumble? Yes, we it are says on subscribe Rumble. Subscribe and like Denim and Pearls on YouTube, Facebook, and Rumble. Yep. Just like that. Okay. Still and on Rumble. And I'm actually looking to try to figure out how to get onto Truth Social. So what's too. our what's our website? Our website, denimandpearlslive.com. You need to go there because it's pretty. It's party. It's pretty. <laughs> So that's it. Just go there because it's pretty. And if you're watching us live, thank you for those of you who are. Share the live stream because we are back. We're together. We're in one room. At one time. At one time. So uh, what was the thing? We called it witchy woman and about yes. the, the circles that we run in. Now, lately, if you've watched me on, on Facebook or social media, I've been all over the place. I mean, I'm going from state to state and I'm doing this book launch and I just keep doing these book signings across the United States. And it's about community. It's bringing people together, authors together. Mm -hmm. So it's not just my book. It's the books of the people who are in right. that area, bringing them together. What we're doing here with that whole movement, I'm going to call it Amplifluence, is to draw these authors that together we can move across and basically build that 
And it's about the five, the five to 10 people together that, that makes who you are. We're basically building that circle around us so that we can go further as authors. So that's what we're doing with that. And with business, like with you, with you being an entrepreneur, small business, who are you hanging out with? Mm -hmm. I mean, are, are you working with, are you hanging out with people who have successful businesses and you're wondering, you know, that's good. That's good for you. Or are you hanging out with people who are lost in their business and you're also being lost in your business? Birds of a feather kind of flock together. So unless you are raising the other ones or the other ones are raising you, what are you doing? What are you, how are you growing? Well, uh, you know, I, I had this happen to me a long time ago. Like I said, at the very beginning, my little bit of my story is I was in the military or it was actually in the national guard. I was working as a welder. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I was at that point in my life where I was like, what am I going to do? I don't really like sitting here, standing here, working this um, as a full-time thing. And do I really want to do this the rest of my life? And I was told, look at the 10 people around you. And is that what you want to do? Well, I stepped back from my workbench and I looked at one guy, he'd been there 18 years, another guy who was there 15 years. And I'm like, there's no way I want to do this for the rest of my life. Great. The money was great. Don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, I was making 50 or, 12 to 15 dollars an hour in 1989 everyone else was making three dollars an hour <laughs> yeah exactly so i was making good money so it wasn't had anything to do with that it was just where did i want to be so i stepped back i looked at these guys and i said no and i went down and i joined the air force i literally went down that afternoon and i signed up for six years for the air force because i had made a determination that i was going to retire and all things fast forward, it all worked out in that point but as i've grown through the years i've looked at that statement quite a few times. And really, it has to do with what you know, and what you're exposed to. So if you are, well, for instance, you know, I, you know, a lot of people know that I DJ and KJ and stuff like that. If I'm in the music realm, I'm talking to music people, I'm learning new music, I'm remembering old music, I'm being able to put all of this stuff together, because I'm in that realm. But when I stepped out of that realm for a little while, I lost track of what's the latest and greatest, you know, who's this, you know, who's this new artist and who's, I lost all of that because I wasn't available. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, was, I wasn't attuned to it. And the same thing goes with your business. If you're not attuned to what's going on in your business and the people around you, you probably are not going to be successful because you've got too many focuses, too many other places. And I think a lot of it also, when it comes to who, you know, you grew up with parents who gave you uh, examples on how to behave, your morals, your standards, your ethics, all of that kind of stuff was ingrained in us from our parents. But we spent 24-7 with them for how many years? So who do you want to spend 24-7 with in order to be somebody? Who do you want? So you've got to look at everything. I think I got, that's it. We're done. It's nice talking to you all today. We'll see you next week. <laughs> It's pretty simple, but I, I will say, because of one of the reasons for us to go with the witchy woman concept, uh, there's people who we think are the people that we want to hang with. And then we learn that they're not. Yeah. That's it. Your word is speechless today. <laughs> so, I guess I could keep going. So looking at those people or, you know, those, some of those people, I've had it happen many, many times, like in my military career, you're always introduced to new people. 
there's always somebody comes in and within the first week, they're like, oh, they're great. They're fine. They're fantastic. They're a new boss or a new troop or something like this. And they're great. And they're most, you know, the best things in sliced bread. And they fit real well into our group. Well, then next thing you know, something happens and you find the true side of them. And they decide that they want to take charge of everything or they want to steamroll you. <laughs> or they're stuff. talking about everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> right. And you can usually tell that when they're, when, when the old mother hen kind of thing, the. Pick a little, tuck a little. Yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really what we were talking about is who do you surround yourself with? What you want to be, you might want to be around them more. You can even, you don't have to physically be with them half the time. It's like watching YouTube videos. And that's why so many people watch Simon Sinek and, you know, those kind of things because, or Brene Brown, it's because that's putting their thoughts in your world, which is part of your circle of what shapes you. Now, uh, I've, I've had that whole thing about business, about you're doing one thing and you're like, oh my gosh, this person's great. And then like within a week or two, you do something's not right. <laughs> and then you make excuses for that person. I mean, we, we've all done it. Well, well, they're just having a really bad day. Yes. Oh no, no, they're really having a bad week. Oh, they're having a bad month. Wait, they've been having a really bad year. Oh, wait a minute. They've got a really bad <laughs> relationship. Bad life. <laughs> yeah. So you've got to remember that sometimes the good side of us wants to see the good in the other person so that even when they're doing things that don't feel right, our gut tells us no, but you keep making excuses for them. Mm -hmm. Now, if you look in your business world and you look in your personal life and you realize that something just, it, you keep getting stuck in the same place. Right. Look around you. Who in your life is influencing that part of stuck? And you need to move away. You don't need to be enemies. What I'm just saying is right. move away. Because what happens is birds of a feather flock together. Mm -hmm. And if you've got someone who's always with you and you say, I'm going to, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. And the other person says, you think you can do that? I tried that. It didn't work for me. You don't need that negativity in the world. You've got enough in your head telling you, gosh, can you do it? Do you really need an outside voice telling you you can't? Now, unless this person absolutely adores you and you trust them with everything in your mind and they say, don't jump that crevice because it's too big and there's no rope and there's no bridge and there's logic to it. Okay. Listen, but if there is a bridge, you've got a handle and you know, you can make it. You're a little scared about it. And they tell you, you can't go do it. Right. Well, the other thing is to, I, I, I've had a lot of people ask me for advice over the years and covering the same kind of a topic. What do I do about such and such? And a lot of times it's like, I wouldn't say don't do business with that person, but I would say be cautious. Yeah. Keep an eye out because things can change. Your relationship and my relationship with another, whoever this third person party is, whoever that is, my relationship might not be awesome and great, but I know that they've got skills. You think they've got something, but your relationship is going to be different. So based on my experience, my words of advice are walk with caution. Yeah. I mean, things or like go that forward happened, with um, caution. Like, my publisher, Ken Roshan, I've met people. He's like, I don't know if they really like me, but then they like me. They meet me and they like me. And then suddenly right. they like him. So it's like birds of a feather. Like, okay, we're not sure about him, but I like her. And if she likes him, then it's okay. Right. And so it's like, boy, you better choose wisely because if he isn't okay, I'm in trouble. Cause everyone just 
linked him to me. Exactly. Same with Brian. If we're running around and people are like, oh, Michelle, she talks too much. Oh, but I like Brian. Well, Brian's with Michelle. He's on that denim and pearls. Oh, really? Okay, maybe she doesn't talk so much. Maybe if he can handle her, I can handle her. Yeah. Now, if I do something crazy, then people associate it. So pick and choose wisely and also use the person's background to realize if what you're hearing is true or not, and then make your own judgment. Right. Well, I'll, I'll, liken, I'll liken those personal, personal relationships to what I've always thought was weird when it came to a business. I've seen a lot of businesses that if a, a, a Mexican restaurant closes down, somebody comes in and says, I'm going to do the same thing and try to make it success. And the next thing you know, they close down. And then another person comes along and says, I'm going to build a Mexican restaurant in this same place. It's already there. And I'm sitting there thinking, if you're the third or fourth person to start this exact same business in this location. Maybe they don't want a Mexican restaurant. Maybe that that Mexican restaurant's not called for. Try something else. Maybe you need to try Italian. I mean, I don't know what it is. Try Euros. I don't care. Just if you've seen three fail in that exact same thing, it's probably not the owner's. It's probably the location and the food. They don't like it. Yeah. Right. And the same thing goes with people. I mean, if you look at people's backgrounds and who they came from, and that's why we always ask for references and stuff like that. When Even when we hire people, what's your references? A lot of people will hire somebody and not even call those references, even though they're. Oh, no. Know what they do now? Application. They don't care about the application. They make you fill it out just to see if you can fill it out. <laughs> and, then, and then they go to LinkedIn and everything else and they look you up that way. Yeah. They look to see who you're associated with on social media. So keep that in mind, people on social media. <laughs> and you're watching us on social media. Well, I, I, we, we had this discussion before. I always warned my kids when they were younger, don't be putting this garbage, whatever it is, don't be putting garbage on your Facebook and stuff. Because when you go looking for a job, that employer wants to see your Facebook. They want right? your Facebook, your LinkedIn, your whatever else you've got, your Instagram, and now your TikTok. So right. you've got it to be careful about- what you put up. And people say, well, I'm, I'm going to be me. I'm going to be my real me. Well, that's good to be the real mm-hmm. you. But when you're working for something like Amazon, uh, whatever, big companies that have their own brand. Right. They want you to be their brand not your brand. And so that's the big issue now is people don't realize your brand on social media must match the people you're trying to be hired by. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to be hired by someone, then you better be able to start your own business. And that's why we talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners because <laughs> nice. we are very us. Yep. We are our own brand. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to uh, bend into someone else's brand, be your own brand. Welcome to the world of entrepreneurship. I'm trying to think of how to formulate that because like you said, you can be yourself, but you still don't, you still can't be all of yourself sometimes. When you're in their business, (laughs) just like um, in the military, you are representing the United States of America. So when you go overseas, they say you are representing the United States of Mm -hmm. America, act accordingly. And then some people go out there and go hog wild and crazy and call people names and start speaking. You know, they're, they're speaking English and thinking that the, the people around them don't speak English. Uh, I remember being in, um, I think I was in Istanbul. Was it Istanbul? No, no, I think it was Poland. And I, I, we were out there and 
the Americans were being ugly Americans. There were two people who were wearing their big uh, flag shirts, and you're not supposed to do that when we're overseas, by the way. Yeah, supposed to do a period, actually, but yeah, that's a side point. flag shirts, that's a whole different shirt, <laughs> different thing. But they're wearing big flag shirts and big American hats, and they, they were running through the town, doing, ah, look at that idiot, thinking that they didn't understand English. What mm -hmm. they don't understand, what they didn't understand, and they wouldn't listen to the rest of us is, Everybody in Europe understands English. Mm -hmm. They can't speak it half to, sometimes. Anyone over 40 cannot speak it, but everyone under 40 can speak it, and everyone over 40 can understand well, it. Well, it's, it's like it's that way all the way around the world. Yes. A lot no, of cases. No, I'm, know, just, I'm, just, I'm giving the example of what I watched. Right. And I watched these people get shunned. Oh, it was Paris getting shunned in Paris because no one would let them in the restaurant because they were loud Americans and being rude. French understand you. They just don't want to speak English to you. So, and, and that's where like, you need to settle down because you're making us all look bad. So when you're representing something else, you represent that something else. And when you're out of that element, go let your hair, hair down, be what you want to be. But when you're on social media and you say working at XYZ and XYZ doesn't look like you, you need to keep yourself more conform to XYZ or they're going to be upset because you have their name on your right. page. So then don't put where you work. <laughs> well, hide it. Anyhow, let's talk more about that over after on the other side of the break. How's that? Okay. I got to find, oh, where's my, oh, there it is. See you in a minute. Contractors, do you need better cash flow, quality leads, better projects? Rise above your competition by proving you do better work. Make a solid first impression with strong reviews. Establish your credibility by showcasing your skills. Extend your reach so you can land better jobs with better clients. iBuild SEO will set you up for success with your search engine optimization, website development, social media marketing, content marketing, reputation management, review request system with the power of more utilizing the construction contractors digital dominance method book your time to speak with us today at ibuildseo.com and click on the get started now button thank you for joining us on the porch we share the nuances and lessons we've garnered from throughout our combined 40 years of life experiences Talk from the porch is always serious, but full of laughter, and we're glad you're here with us. Like, share with a friend, and please subscribe to our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. And remember, join the conversation every Friday at noon Mountain Time. We'll see you on the porch. We're back. We were just laughing that that mid-row commercial with me talking. I filmed it in Brian's garage in the winter under a blanket. Yes. It makes a great sound it's studio great when sound you put a blanket over your head. <laughs> it's like, we need to change that. Lots have changed since then. Yeah, but you sound so uh, I'll, I'll, professional. I'll still sound professional when we do it again. <laughs> I thought you were going to say promiscuous. I'm like, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> I didn't say we're going to be oh. pros. <laughs> no, that's not. That's not. Okay, right. anyway. So, I want to kind of go back to one of the things that... Witchy women. Witchy woman. Yes, that's what we're talking about. Being kind of hidden, whatever the case may be, within relationships and then realizing who people really are and they can really be mean. Um, do you want to hang with those people or do you not want to hang with those people? Do you want them involved in what you're doing or do you not? I mean, these are all questions. You'll be a good Christian and turn the other cheek. Yes. Well, I think that's, that's one thing. But I was also thinking about 
well, you were talking right before the break about behavior and how we act. Well, a lot of that has to do with the people that we do hang around with. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, you, you are always told don't hang out with that person because, you know, they do drugs and they're bad influence and stuff like that. Well, the same thing goes as adults these days. Okay. I mean, you still have to hang with the right people, not only to be successful, but also to be who you want to be if you're not that person. Well, I grew up in the Philippines, right? At Clark Air Base. Basically, we Clark was sitting in the middle of Sodom and Gomorrah. And I remember people like, oh, you be careful with that person because they do drugs. Or be careful that they're the smokers. Be careful. Mm -hmm. And I hung out with everybody. Right. Why? Because I choose what I do and I didn't do the drugs. I did drink a lot, but um, but I but I didn't do the smoke and I didn't do the drugs. So just because I was hanging out with that crowd didn't mean I was doing it. But everyone around me thought I was exactly. It didn't matter how yeah. innocent I was. I was categorized as what they were doing. When it looks like a duck, it's a duck. Can you mute that for just one second? Uh. Right. Larry was saying hi a little too much. That was awesome. I should have left the mute off. <laughs> well, I was actually, you know, everybody knows that I'm kind of putting my book together. And I was putting it together, some of it together the other day. And I got to thinking, you know, most of my stories are built around my mother because of the way things happened with me and my mom, you know, over the years and blah, 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 blah. And I thought, what stories do I have with my dad? Because I don't usually talk about my dad, but my dad was the one who raised me anyway. He was the epitome of kindness. He was the guy that was cool, calm, and collected. He was the guy that, you know, somebody would walk down the street and he knew everybody. So he was opposite of your mother. He was completely, he was more like me <laughs> in a way, you know. So he was totally opposite of my mom, who was very energetic, very... Um, What's the word I want to use? Uh, 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 I can't think of the word I want to use. Disciplinarian. Okay. But she was also meticulous when it come to cleaning her house. So, but the one thing that I was always taught when it come to my dad, and I just remembered this when I was writing the other day, mom said it, dad never said it, but mom always said it. She says, the one thing you do not do in life is you do not embarrass your father. Not her, your father. Her, my father. It wasn't anything to do with her. This was always the thing that she always said. You do not embarrass your dad. No matter what it is, what situation you're at, if, you know, I always heard that thing too, don't do something if you don't want it on the newspaper, front of the newspaper tomorrow morning, which was basically don't embarrass your father. So my dad was upset at me. I mean, really, really upset at me twice in my life that I can recall. I don't recall why. I don't know what I did, but the only thing I can think of is I must have done something at school or what have you. And I embarrassed him when the word got back, okay. you know, so I, I think that's a, it's a good thing to go with too. When we're talking about behaviors in public and behaviors of the people, you know, with the people around us and stuff like that, we expect if we are that way, we expect other people to be that way. And sometimes it just doesn't work out. Did any of that make sense? I hope it made sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we talk about the 10 people around us or the five people. You said five. I, I, I thought I've always been told 10. So, but you said five. I said five to 10. Okay. So whoever those people are, do they have the money that you want to have? Are they successful? Do they have the money? Are they successful the way that you want to be successful? Are they kind the way that you want to be kind? Are they all of these qualities 
that you want to be. If not, sometimes it's time to find new friends. <laughs> or if they're not as mean as you, maybe you should be nice. Maybe you need to find new friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or maybe they're replacing you because <laughs> we always got to think about it. We're always looking at the fact that we want with within this scenario, we always want to look up. We want to we want to talk with people who are uh, more successful than we are or have more money than we do or um, they've done things that we want to do. We want to always look up and, you know, be a follower in those cases. But sometimes the, the coin is flopped. Or as I've been told, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need a new room. <laughs> That's true. Well, I've also heard the fact that it's the smartest thing to do is be dumb. Yeah. I think that was actually a um, Mark Twain quote or something like that. Yeah, it's because like you need to listen. To, to gain knowledge, you need to be quiet enough to listen and learn. Mm -hmm. If you're always the one talking, you're not learning. So if you ever see me in public and I'm not on stage... I'm pretty quiet. Keep talking. <laughs> but that's what I do. I get real quiet in big crowds because I listen to everybody. Oh, I do the, I do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I, I always have. I mean, I'm one of the most outgoing people unless you put me in a room full of people I do not know. I mean, I usually I know somebody, but if there's nobody in the room, I become very quiet because I want to know where I'm at, who I'm dealing with. I, I'm looking for that. I'm looking for that person who can help me or can help me take another step higher or can use my services, whatever it is. I'm always and see, looking. And I get quiet because I see how people treat me. So, well, I'm always cellophane. So. <laughs> so I'll walk in and I won't say anything. I'll just smile. I'll walk in. And sometimes I'll act like, you know, I'm the server or someone. Uh, I, I, I really, I'll, I'll pick up, I'll clean tables. I'll do whatever. And if people treat me poorly, then I know they're the ones I don't want to talk to. There's, there's plenty of ways to, mm -hmm subtle awareness, if you will. Mm -hmm. you know. I went to a conference and didn't say anything. I watched the front desk. I was really nice. I just, <laughs> I was checking people off as they were coming in and no one knew I was a speaker. No one knew that I've been speaking around the world for years and I'm actually right. pretty darn decent at it. You know, they, they just- Oh, uh, no, you were told the other day you were the best in the world, so. That's what Avatar Miller said. That. <laughs> yes. But these people thought, I, I thought I was, um, they thought I was a teacher for the kids that were at the conference and they just kind of walked past me. And then there were a few who stopped and said, there's something about you. What do you do? And I'm like, those are my friends because right. they knew something else was different. I, there, I was there. I was doing what I was doing. I was great at what I was doing, but there was something else about me and they couldn't figure it out. And they stopped and talked to me. Those are the kind of people I like to be around. They're curious. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's not just that, but I mean, you you can learn so much about stuff. It's like if you were to see, um, for instance, Elon Musk on the on the street, and you didn't know who Elon Musk was, you didn't know anything about his background in Tesla and all this other kind of stuff, and he's just walking down the street, lollygagging along, doing whatever the case may be. Would you know that he's the richest man in the world just because he's walking down the street? And I wouldn't care. Right. But so I mean, the, the, I there's a lot I would treat him of... the same way I treat you and the homeless man in the corner who asked me for food and the, the car that just cut me off. I treat them all the same. Right. Well, I'm not looking at treat. I'm not looking at this from a treatment standpoint. I'm looking at it from the, a perception standpoint. Could you tell if they're rich? No. You can't tell if somebody's rich. One of the things my husband. Unless, of course, they want to parade it around. And the usually things... the ones that want to parade it around aren't rich. <laughs> Yeah. One of the things I found throughout my years is the people who spend the most money are not the rich ones. The ones who are tighter with the money tend to be the rich ones. Right. Um, it's not my, 100%. Not 100%, but, but it's, it tends to be. The few, the, they're frugal because 
they know how to watch their money. They know what to spend mm -hmm. their money on. And then the other thing I did, my husband and I used to do when we were first married, we loved to collect art, sear cells. So oh, yeah, animation right. cells. And we're, we're 20 year olds. So we're flopping around in t-shirts and shorts and, you know, you know uh, Doc Martin, not Doc Martin, the little checkered ones. I forgot what they're called. Vans. Vans. And <laughs> we look young for our age. I mean, we're in our 50s, mid 50s. And imagine what we look like in our 20s. We look like we were 14 year olds. And so we're running around Seattle in these high end stores. And we flip flops and boop, 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 boop. And we're looking at all the pretty paintings. Ooh, I like this one. How much is this one? And the person does and kind of walks away from us. They just roll their eyes and walk away like, you two little snot-nosed kids are not going to be able to afford this. Well, you know the story. You can't afford it if you have to ask. Yeah, that's BS. So <laughs> we go in there and say, how much is that one? And they're like, and they walked away. And so we walked to the next painting. We're looking around, uh, next Sarah And this, this girl comes up and she says, do you like that? Oh, I love it. It's beautiful. Which one's your favorite? Just, oh, that's my favorite. Why is it your favorite? And we talked for a little bit. We do. I like it. She's cool. We do. We want to buy it. She's excuse me. Sarah mm -hmm. are not cheap. No. And she has excuse Even me. Even in those days. And the only reason we bought it was because she treated us like equals. Right. She treated us like adults and she didn't roll her eyes because we were wearing t-shirts and shorts. <laughs> That same thing happened at your at your um, comic book store. Someone assumed this person didn't have money, oh, yeah. and so treated them like dirt. With us, that guy who first saw us thought we were just you know snot nosed teenagers hanging out in his store, and he wanted us out. We bought a twenty thousand dollar painting. I mean, Saracel. Yeah, but and that little girl made the sale because she didn't judge us. Right. Well, I I actually had it happen when you said in the comic book store. It didn't happen to me, but no, I did have I did have somebody who was working in there. I had two of them, so I don't know which one exactly did it at that time. But it's the same thing. And some woman walked out the out the door, and I was standing outside, and she made a comment to her husband, and she's like, "I don't know who he thinks he is, but I can afford anything in a store." And I went, "Whoa!" <laughs> I jumped right in because I mean, even if they would have, after I got done talking to him, they he walked the away. Store. Yeah. I owned the store. So I wanted to make sure and find out what actually happened because I didn't want it to ever happen again. And I told her that. So, you know, big apologies and stuff like that, but I've had it happen to me too. And, you know, my wife and I were looking for a car. The guy says, you can't afford it. And then we got in the car and the wife says, you can't afford that car. I said, I can afford any car in this lot. I may not be able to afford the insurance and the oil afterwards, but I can get a car loan. I can pay cash for what I can pay for. I can afford anything that I want. But the people that's trying to sell, but we kind of digress off of we the, the but, witchy woman but concept it, but it's here. it's still the same thing, the witchy woman thing. Uh, that whole concept of is when someone who's not who they appear to be and then judges people and other people about who they are. Right. It's the same concept to me. It's just flipped. And it, but there's no, there's also no, I shouldn't say, but there's no other way to, there's no perfect way to determine oh, if no. a person is a good person or no. if they're not a good person until you experience it. Yes. And one of the best ways to find out if someone's talking about someone else in front of you, more than likely they're talking about you in front of that someone else. Yeah, that's true too. That's usually a quick way. Yeah. It's like, and I don't talk. I don't, I, I learned a long time ago to stay neutral and not talk bad about um, people or businesses, especially when I'm in the same business. I, I Somebody taught me that a long time ago, just because I'm in the finance business with this company doesn't mean that I should talk about bad about that company. 
Yeah. Okay. We do the same thing. They just do it a little differently than we do. Well, it's just like in the speaker world. You don't badmouth a speaker. We're all speakers. It's a small right. world. I mean, we're going to run into each other eventually. And, you know, <laughs> so just be good. Yep. All right. It's been a pretty good show considering. Considering what? Considering we were a little confused in the beginning. Were we? Yeah, we were. We weren't on tune. We weren't. We weren't. We weren't in sync. I'm not awake yet. <laughs> it's noon. My head is really hurting. I think there's a pressure system coming over the mountain or something. Oh, and, yeah. and my head feels like it's in a vice grip. So I'm really not all here. Yes. Marcel says, don't judge people. You just don't know anything about that person just by looking at them. Exactly. Nope. And you can never, never, never judge them and decide what they can and cannot afford. Good input, Marcel. Yes, thank you, Marcel. <laughs> All right, call it a day. Yes. All so, right, we got your glasses. We do this right. We haven't done this in a while. I know we haven't been together. Okay, ready? Yeah. Uh -huh. Thank you so much for joining us on Denim and Pearls. My name is Michelle Moraz, and I'm Brian Swanson, and we are Denim and Pearls Business Casual with Pearls of Wisdom from the porch. Peace.